brought a story to share, a story time. Are you excited? I am excited. It's based on a it's based upon a true story, which makes it better. And it's a true story as told by Jake and Hagaz understudy who wasn't very good. And that's just because I got onto a typing jag and I couldn't stop, so you have to forgive that part of it. Um, and the names have been changed to protect my butt from stuff. And that's a technical term, stuff. So, <clears throat> And the, the title of the story is, What is a Fan? Okay. And a friend of mine, um, he works as an ER nurse in a trauma unit of a local hospital. Um, and a man is brought in. A man is drunk. A man has been working at home in his wood shop. A man has been using his radial arm saw, which is ironic because a man has sawed off his own arm. <laughs> right below the elbow. Uh, now, according to my friend, the nurse, normally this isn't the highest priority case, which was kind of surprising for me. Above the elbow, yes, high priority. Below the elbow, take a number and we'll get you as soon as we can. Um, and this has something to do with uh, the body the body's own survival instincts, I guess. Normally, um, this guy's arteries would have, like, retracted or something and sort of shut themselves off, um, <clears throat> in, a, in, a, in a manner of speaking. But remember, a man is drunk, so his arteries are hosing down the driveway like the kids went through two full boxes of fat chalk. <laughs> so, front of the line for you, sir, right this way. <clears throat> so, okay. Now, um, neither of us here are sports ball fans, but I think it's fair to say that we do understand the concepts of fandom and of rivalry. Does, is that, you think that's a fair statement? I would agree with that, yeah. All right. So, with that qualification, it is my understanding that in the sports ball world, a day or two before a man sawed off his own arm just below the elbow, the rivalry between the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys fandoms celebrated a much hard-fought contest, which the Eagles did win. Now, of course, because these fans are fans of the sport and of sportsmanship first, there were many congratulatory threats of unsavory acts to be performed upon rivals' mothers and sisters, and, of course, several friendly bouts of catch-the-D-cell battery with your face. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Yes, a man is drunk and bleeding out on the gurney. Now my friend and another nurse leap into action and stem the crimson tide, which is actually a college football, but that's, you know, my, uh, my sports ball roots are, are showing. <laughs> it's time to get them dyed again. <clears throat> now, while they are doing this, a man who is drunk begins to babble and then proclaims to all within earshot that he is about to die. Because my friend and another nurse are pretty fucking good at what they do, this shouldn't be the case, and so they tell a man who is still drunk but no longer bleeding out on the gurney, No, you are not about to die. A man who is still drunk but not dying considers this and calms right down. A man who is still drunk is told that his wife has been contacted and that she is en route. Now, a brief moment or two later, a man who is still drunk lifts his head off the gurney and queries the room. Are there any cowboy fans here? Another nurse, the same who had just assisted my friend in saving the life of a man who is still drunk, replies, Yes, my wife and I are Cowboys fans. A man who is still drunk motions another nurse who has just saved his life over to the gurney. When another, <laughs> when another nurse has come close enough, a man who is still drunk and has been told that his wife is en route rises up off the gurney and shouts into another nurse's face, 37 to 9! Eagles win! Suck it, Cowboys fan! 
and then a man's eyes roll up into his head and he dies. That man is, or rather he was, a real fan. Isn't that just a feel-good story? Yeah, yeah. Did, he lived, right? He's still alive. Um, actually, they did. They 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 hit him with the paddles, but he he was actually dead for several minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Then then yeah. yes, it's a feel-good story. <laughs> I don't know. Some drunk jerk who cuts his own arm off. You see how callous I've become out here on the left coast? I mean, it's it, really it's un, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. it's worse over here. Um, so now, some of what you are about to hear, and again, I'm speaking to um, those of you out there in podcast land, some of what you are about to hear was previously recorded then lost to the abyss of bits and connectivity. We suggest dialing back the gating on your spontaneity expectatometers. <laughs> Thank you very much for your understanding. <clears throat> Just imagine you are weightless in the middle of the ocean surrounded by tiny little seahorses. I'm picturing it. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Correct you are, Bonaparte. The only thing that can save us now is an infinity number of sweet jumps and a boondoggle keychain. I knew I was going to get through that one. Boondoggle keychains, just like the ones we made at Scout Camp. Yes. I am Gleep Quan Do. No, I am Gleep Quan Do. Vowels, you know, it's whether the little line is curved or not. I'm a charter member of the Happy Hands Club, and I'm pretty darn good with the bow staff. All the gangs want me. He's bred for his skills in magic and could throw a sports ball over that mountain if he wanted to, and depending upon how his shoulder is feeling. How's your shoulder feeling right now? It's uh, feeling a little better. Been playing some VR today. Nice, nice. So, um, um, uh, not tonight, but you know, perhaps sometime soon. The sports ball over the mountain. Wasn't that an Aussie song? Sports ball over the mountain. Yeah. I'll believe you if you say it was. <laughs> it's nephews. Call him Uncle Necro. You might know him as Sorian. You read all our balls. Sourwind. Ding, 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 ding. And yes, this is, this is Destiny Pants, Eye of the Liger 2 Electric Boogaloo. Those are angry cat sounds. And I'm making, like, clawing gestures, which don't translate to an audio podcast, so that's why I just Just, like, that. make the swiping noise. You see, this isn't your run-of-the-mill crapperware. <laughs> this are, no, these are some serious Newpont fiber-woven bowls. Ooh. Still nothing? Okay. Okay, we got games to talk about. A crazy metric butt-ton of them, in fact. But first, it's time to spin the Wheel of Sublimity. I'm sorry, would you like to do the honors? I'll make the clicky wheel noises. With my face mount. And then it does that thing where it almost goes back, it almost goes over to the, you know, win, win, win your life, and then it pops back to uh, perpetual disappointment. And everyone goes, oh. This week's subliminal suggestion of the week is, drumroll please, this tastes like the cow got into an onion patch. Use it early, use it often, always cheaper at twice the price. All right, let's talk about games. Um, VR games. Good golly, Miss Molly, there are a lot of them. 
we'll need to hustle on through if we plan to get all 8,000 hens into their new cages by noon. No? Okay. I thought we were doing free range. <laughs> well, you told me we were you know, doing free range. It would be my preference, but, you know, I have to follow the script. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you said, you said that your shoulder's feeling a little bit better and you played some VR. Uh, what did you play today? I'm sorry, I lost that last part. You, um, you said you had been playing uh, VR a, a little bit ago. Your shoulder's feeling a bit, uh, a bit better. Uh, what were you playing? So I played uh, some Skyrim VR, uh, Blade and Sorcery, lots of lots of beating people with metal objects. <laughs> That's good. That's good. How how is the Skyrim VR? It is perfectly okay. You know, it's. Mm. Pretty low effort port overall, but it's definitely playable. Okay, and um, now for uh, you, you have the steel uh, inner ear constitution. For uh, for those of us that have a uh, a rice paper inner ear, um, how would you rank its uh, vomit cometness? I think they do a pretty good job handling that kind of stuff. The only thing was in the intro sequence when you're riding on that cart. You are, mm -hmm. like, way above the cart. Like, you're standing on top of it instead of sitting in it. And that was kind of awkward. Oh, uh, okay. But, okay. But they have, like, they have motion control stuff. So, like, I, I don't know why I phrased it like that. But they have, like, the, the FOV will zoom in a little bit so that you, you don't get as motion sick when you're moving a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, they, don't, uh, they don't give you the, uh, the teleport option or anything. Uh, I, think, I think you can teleport. Oh really? Oh okay. I don't know how um, um how big of an ad that would be to an existing title. Um, Probably not terribly. You know. It's just a projectile, you know. Oh okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it it definitely has takes a toll on on the immersion. But um, sometimes, you know, do I want to be immersed or do I want to uh, you know throw up into my uh, into my sweatshirt? I some, I usually take the latter, or no, not the former. I don't like throwing up into my sweatshirt. I try yeah. not to do that. I, I never pick the teleport option. I know you don't. You don't need to. You have that that um, steel-plated inner ear. I'm not sure how... I don't, know, I don't know. New generation. Maybe this is standard equipment on all you uh, young fellers. I'm actually not fully in this plane. That's part of the thing, I think. <laughs> well, there is that, but, you know. Uh, I, I'm trying not to frighten the audience. Um... Well, good. Um, I um, in the VRs, I did. Uh, I have been playing the No Man's Sky, um, and I think I'm going to play it flat screen uh, for a bit, um, and at least until Hello adds support for the gamepad controller. Um, the index controllers there, and, and you warned me about this, and of course I didn't believe you because I didn't want to. I didn't want it to be true. Um, the index controllers are just a bit too clunky. Um, they're you need to do something with any kind of precision. You just can't. I mean, it's really, really tough. It's really tough. And so if you're in a situation where, you know, building things is hard enough. Uh, if you're, like, spaceship fighting, I think that would be a, a recipe for for uh, for losing very quickly. Um, so still love the game. I love what they have done with it moving forward from the original launch. Uh, it is the Minecraft in space. I have spoke about wanting since before forever. Um, but still, it's got a ways to go. So it's not com it's not completely there yet. But it's uh, it sure is headed in the right direction. So Sean, 
you're back on my Christmas card list. Yeah, but don't let that go to your head. <laughs> I definitely like it in VR, but it's just it needs more polish. Yes, yes, I I, I agree. But you know, it's <clears throat> and I don't know how how hard it is to implement something like that from Go, um, unless they had some sort of they had some of it in already. Um, but uh, you know, I think for a first effort, you know, it, it's um, they could have done a lot worse. It could be it could suck a lot worse. Yeah, I completely agree. But you know, and the thing I, I don't get, and why it is that, um, and I'm hopeful, and I have not scoured any forums yet, but I'm hopeful that, that they will uh, put in gamepad support for for VR. Um, I mean, a lot of games, um, uh, Trover, which I will talk about here in a second. Um, they comes right up at the beginning and says, you know, dude, your your uh, your your fancy um, um, knuckles controllers are really nice, and everyone's really really impressed. But uh, we really think you should use a gamepad instead. <laughs> Not in those words, but but something very much, very similar to that. Um, so probably less formal. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty irreverent game, um, especially because it has it has an option whether you know you uh, you want to um, have children in the room or not. <laughs> of course, I don't have any children, so you know which way I went on that one. Um, but yeah, so I don't I don't get why it wasn't an option. Um, I, I you know I, I get for some games you know like um, you know what what was the what's the one the sword and sorcery. Yeah. Like that one, it, that, a gamepad really wouldn't make sense, um, you know, as an intuitive solution. I can see it as a, sort of a stopgap. We can't make anything else work, and I'm sure there are pre-built modules for interfacing with gamepads uh, um, out the wazoo out there in developer land. Um, but yeah, I don't get why they don't ha- why they didn't apply one of those to No Man's Sky, and I'm hoping that they will soon because when I'm playing at flat screen, that's what I use. Is I use a, a gamepad. And um, and that's that is how I've learned to love this game. So there you have it. Probably just a logic um, thing. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. So that's why, Sean. I promise you one Christmas card. After that, you got to earn my love back. Got to earn it back, big guy. Um, Arizona Sunshine. Now the uh, DLC we had been talking about that did come out. Um, I, I I got it. I like supporting these guys. I mean, I, I, you know, it's kind of weird when you when you get a game that's been out for a while and you get it on deep discount. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm helping, but I, I'm not really supporting the guys too much. So they put out a five dollar DLC. It's like, you know, the least I can do is give them five bucks. You know, because I I, I applaud what they have done, um, especially for you know a game uh, built for VR. You know, and and so it's kind of you know, and it's been around since the the beginning sort of. So like, in how old does that make it in VR years? Ninety, something like that. Hundred three. <laughs> well, the the beginning really of VR, I feel like, was like twenty sixteen or something. The the new beginning, anyway. Right, right. They've been, you know, I know that it was it was out. Well, you guys were playing it because you had a Vive early on. Yeah. Um, and I know you and Avi had played through when Avi got his uh, his Rift, and I think Rift, <clears throat> Avi was an early adopter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean it's they've they've been out there. They they did it, and um, I've played it. It's um, um, it's one of those games I think where at least for me to this point, and I have so little experience in this format. Um, I'm just guesstimating, 
if you don't have your rig, your play area all kind of dialed in, it, it can be it can be kind of awkward. So, you know, I've been hanging cables on my ceiling here, you know, all over the place. I've got pulleys and and blue tape and. You know, we um, we just we just got this house last year, and Mrs. Gleep is just she's shocked. She said, "You know, this is a beautiful brand new home. What did you do?" And I said, "Well, you see, you know, because physics, I need to have that." And she said, "Oh, I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> Has she gotten in the VR yet? She, <clears throat> excuse me, I will kind of get to this a little bit later, but she's not a gamer. Um, she. Um, uh, well, she, I, I take that back. She plays a crap ton of Scrabble. I mean, and she plays enough Scrabble that it's not fun to play with her because her vocabulary is um, is frightening. And um, uh, so, yeah, she that that's kind of the extent um, of, of her of her gaming. So, um, I know a lot of people who no. don't usually game that are, are very into VR because it's so much more physical and, and interactive than a lot of games are. Yeah. Um, uh, another uh, challenge that Mrs. G has is that her eyesight is very sensitive. She has, um, ever since she's a child, she's had um, just really complicated correction for her eyesight. And so I, I think that, um, um, that it, would, it would make her nuts because there would be, she would have to deal with, with blurry, and she doesn't like blurry. So. Gotcha. Yeah. That's that's okay. I mean, maybe someday, maybe someday. You know what? One of these days, I'm going to get her to try the quest and um, and see what she thinks about that. So I'll let you know. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still messing with my setup, and um, and of course because I, I'm I'm still continuing on my endless spiritual journey to suck less at all things. Um, I, I still suck at this game, but I, I expect to enjoy it a lot once I get better. Because I noticed that my my inner ear, my rice paper inner ear, is um, is starting to toughen up a little bit. So maybe I've maybe I've graduated beyond rice paper. Maybe I'm up to something like well, mylar would actually probably be too tough because um, mylar is pretty tough. Hmm. Um, maybe maybe recycled brown paper bag. Maybe that's where my inner ear is, but point is it's getting better um and the arizona sunshine has multiplayer co-op so you know what's not to love about that um you know you and avi played Nothing. through it together you know i i think it's uh, i think it's pretty cool um you have any interest in going back to that or are you just kind of like you know i've been there done that yeah i would definitely like to try the expansion and it's it's been long enough since i played the campaign that i'd be willing to play it again yeah yeah it's you know I'm I'm still in that place where um, I'm very awkward at turning around you know so which when you're being you know overrun by zombie hordes that's a skill you need <laughs> so um, yeah but I'll get better I'll get better at it I like I like the guns the guns are cool I mean the the um, I like it when when the zombies heads come off or the top of the heads come off that's pretty cool um, it's a good but then you game. know. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's just it's it's fun you know it's fun. I mean it is, it is a it reminds me of you know like a, an arcade shooter from back in the day um, when they were actually in arcades. Um, but then take that reality and put it into VR. Boom, and there you are. You know it's it's it's, it's cool. 
Um, and speaking of the Trover, yes, the Trover saves the universe. Now, this is a fairly new title, and I, I kind of like it. Um, though I'm going to say it's not for everybody, and it may not even be for me, but I do like it. <laughs> Was that clear? Yeah. Um, and why I say that is that I couldn't finish any of the South Park games. You know, I love South Park the show. Um, I don't really watch it much anymore, but, you know, when I, when I hear... That's kind of one of the, the beautiful things about the interwebs. If there's a particularly good episode or a particularly good segment within an episode of South Park, you hear about it on the interwebs, and you go find that five minutes, and you watch it, and you have realized the benefit of uh, Matt and Trey's genius there. <laughs> um, so you don't, have to, you don't have to sit through the whole thing. Um, but I could never finish any of the games, you know, because, um, as, you know, as I was mentioning, I, I, I suck, and... Uh, when you suck, like me, uh, that means that you frequently are restarting quests or having to redo areas of the game. And by the third or fourth time, I've heard the same joke. I'm just done. I'm out. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't do it because I think games like that um, are very much about the jokes and and um, uh, kind of the uh, the story beats, you know. And if you if you fall out of the rhythm, you're either listening to the same thing over and over again or um, you're just, you know, you're just not, not, not progressing. And so, I mean, cause it's not about, you know, the, the amazing, um, uh, intuitive, uh, flow of, of the, uh, the gameplay, not like a, mm, destiny two. Uh, it's just not like, that. So, um, I can't, I can't personally, I can't do it. You know, for folks that can one shot those games, I get it. You know, it's like, it's like um, you know, watching the show or, or seeing um, uh, the movie. I did. I remember seeing the first South Park movie. I think has there been more than one. Um, the one yeah, with um, Saddam Hussein having sex with the devil. Um, <laughs> I remember. I remember seeing that in the theater with uh, Mrs. G. Um, that was very rare for her to uh, to uh, attend the cinema uh, with her and uh, a couple of uh, other friends, and um, her just being aghast at what, what oh my god and me and my my buddy that you know were there just this is this is the best thing ever <laughs> this you can't you can't you can't make anything more better for our in our internal 13 year old boys than this right here i well, i'd say maybe maybe like 11 11 year old boys 12 maybe maybe a very mature 11 how's that right. we'll go with that um so anyway, uh, those types of jokes, you know, and, and like I mentioned, it does have the vulgarity. Um, it doesn't have a like a, a vulgarity slider, you know. Insert your own joke there. Um, it it just is vulgarity on or off, you know, and um, you know, and it's Rick and Morty, you know, basically it's Rick and Morty in in um, with this other character. So, um, but uh, what this game does have, which sets it apart. Uh, is the VR, um, and the VR is executed very well, um, and even for uh, for paper bag inner ear uh, guy, the uh, because the locomotion is teleportation only. Um, but and this is where clever people uh, will win the day. Uh, they do an excellent job of weaving that mechanic into the story narrative because and this is not no spoilers. Uh, your character lives on its couch, basically. Um, so you and I think I think your race of characters are called coucharians or something like that. Um, and so you and your couch teleport around 
to predetermined points like it's the most natural thing in the world. <laughs> hmm. Which, when in a world where you put screaming babies into your eye sockets, you know, you could say that kind of makes some sense, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Did you know? Did you know about the screaming eye, eye socket babies? I saw it in the trailer, but I don't know what it means. Oh, okay. You, you. Part of the thing that you do is you travel around this world on your couch and you search for um, screaming eye babies that you then stuff into your eye sockets. Or, yeah, I know it's it's. Kind of, I'm gonna, okay, I'll say it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> but I can't tell you why. I'm, you know, it's it's roadside. I've passed the sobriety test, but I, I'm trying to explain to the officer why it is that this is cool, and I just can't do it. So it's like, you know, go ahead, take me in. I'm, I, I am, I am without uh, without skills in this area. Um. So yeah, I. If you. If you are like a huge, huge fan of uh, Rick and Morty stuff, um, and if I think if you played the Rick and Morty game, and and uh, you know when when you found out that it only had you know what, what did you say it was like five hours of gameplay? Um, About two, maybe a little less than two. Two. Well, wow, wow. If if you felt like you know you you had to have more of that and damn the price and I don't think it was expensive I think it was like twenty nine bucks or something like that um, so it was yeah. definitely a, a mid priced uh, offering I'd say pick it up definitely pick it up um, if you're just sort of casually interested as I was and you know if I had not just got the index and was looking for new VR experiences I probably wouldn't have picked it up. Um, if you're kind of like me, wait until it goes on sale. You know, once it gets down under twenty bucks, yeah, pick it up, pick it up. I, I don't think you'll be sorry, um, but um, I don't think in the end that it is a particularly uh, satisfying game. It's not like you know, um, uh, what was the one? Um, oh shoot, what, shoot, job shoot. simulator. No, no, I'm, I was thinking of games that when it's over, you're you're a little bit different. You know, that you're you're. Um, um, you you're kind of like it's kind of like when you finish the game, it's like having read uh, finished a very good novel. You know, one of those sort of uh, transformative novels where you don't look at things quite the same. I'm not I'm not saying that it you know you're you um, you know change from a dog person into a cat person or anything. So don't be scared. Uh, but you know like. Oh. Um, you know, for me it was Dickens. Like I, there were some Dickens novels. You know, Tale of Two Cities. I, man, I can't. I, I just had I just had shivers. I just had shivers right there. You know. Uh. Um. So, uh, yeah, it's um, there are games like that, but that's you know that's I'll save that for a different show because that's a, that's a topic that I, I obviously as I've just demonstrated I could spend hours on and um, get lost in and put everyone, uh, including you, to sleep. So let's not do that. Other games, other VR games. Um, I got a short list here. Gorn, Ultra Wings, Subnautica, Fruit Ninja VR. Okay, um, not. I'm not proud about that. I'm sad I bought it, but I, I did. I did buy it. I think I paid like ten bucks for it, so I don't feel that bad. I saw um, you playing that. I was like, man, I can't believe they're still making Fruit Ninja games. That you know, I'll, I you know, I take it back. That was. Um, that was a game that Mrs. Uh, Mrs. G enjoyed on her iPhone. She loved the Fruit Ninja because she had a, a friend she went to school with who loved the Fruit Ninja, and so um, uh, she she enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, so 
there you go. Might be able to get her to do that. Um, nice. You know, games I've tried and will revisit, revisit soon, TM. But maybe not too soon, TM. Except for Gorn. Gorn's at the top of that list because I will definitely get back there. Again, uh, rice paper to paper bag. Major evolutionary improvement. Um, I need to toughen that up to... Uh, let's see. Um... I am. I could do with Mylar. I could do with Mylar uh, for that game, just uh, for for whatever reason, and also the timing and everything. But God, it was a lot of fun. God, it was. A lot <laughs> of fun. And I know you've loved it forever, and uh, um, I, I absolutely can see why. Yeah. It's um, it's uh, it is uh, so cool. And who was it? Um, there was some uh, talk in the chat. Might have been over on uh, T2WS chat uh, the other day about I think it was Corey that was saying that there is some kind of an app that's coming out that is potentially going to allow um, to play games over the interwebs, which previously could only be multiplayered in like LAN configuration or local co-op. I think local co-op. Yeah. So um, is is Gorn one of those games? Um, I, I would imagine it definitely could be because you can play Gorn in local co-op normally. You just have someone, ideally out in a a safe distance from the the VR area, playing with a controller, looking at the TV, or or monitor as the case may be, and they uh-huh. get to control the AI that are fighting against you. Oh, they play the AI, so it becomes like a PvP game, right? Oh, okay. Because I was, I was, I was trying to to figure out in my brain mind how it is that you could do, you know, co op in that because that arena is really small, you know. Yeah, now, I, I understand they could probably expand it fairly easily, but uh, um, I, you know, just it seemed like it seemed like at some point you would be, you know, thumping on your on your uh, teammate uh, yeah, uh, wow. pretty vigorously with one of them floppy mace. Ooh, that's a good name for a band, huh? Floppy mace, <laughs> or a name for an episode. Yes, yeah, <laughs> very well could be. All right, um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to playing that some more. And um, uh, again, kind of like with the uh, Arizona Sunshine, um, the better I can get at having the um, the room, my play space set up, uh, and um, also um, have my uh, my inner ear uh, leathered up a little bit. Uh, leather, there you go. Yeah, leather. Um, I think the more fun it's going to be because it's like if I if I turn around and I wrap the cord around my neck, it makes me nuts. You know, it's not one of those, it's, that's the that's the thing that just takes me out immediately. So I have to have it tight enough that it'll 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 not do that. Because um, and then there's breathing because breathing is good too. Um, a refreshing drink of beverage. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Okay, so and uh, here is uh, my big sleeper, uh, come from behind, VR winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, I had tried Elite Dangerous back in the day when I first got my OG Rift. So that would have been about the same. No, it would have been a little bit after the time that you, you and like you and Avi got into it. Um, and we've discussed many times before, and I will complain again uh, because complaining is fun. Uh, that I couldn't wear my glasses with the, with that visor, and it was sucked because, um, especially in Elite Dangerous, because uh, blurry, tiny text, uh, it made it it made it a non-starter for me. Um, and uh, also, I don't I don't think they had you know the VR was an add-on um, for them, and I don't think that they had um, 
perfected it quite yet at that point. But I know that there are other people uh, that play uh, uh, Elite Dangerous a lot and for hours and hours and hours in VR. And I guess there are mods or um, add-ins that you can uh, put in there that allow you to like watch Netflix videos in the cockpit while you're flying in VR, which I think you know is I think is a pretty cool thing. Um, uh, just for the, uh, if nothing else, for the ambience. Um, <laughs> so, you know, fast forward to these, uh, these heady days of Valve and Indices. I was trying to, something that would came up like, like Bread and Roses, but Valve and Indices was as close as I got. Um, and uh, it, a much, much, much better uh, visor all around uh, with plenty of extra room for four-eyed nerds like me. So, um, add to that um, a, a bunch of uh, changes that they have made in the in the game, um, improvements they've made in the VR, at least the VR uh, experience uh, for the game, and I think they've also made some uh, uh, some significant changes in just the um, the gameplay. You know, in the in what is doable multiplayer. Because when it when it when the I was in the beta for that um, uh, way back when, so in 2014 I think it was, and uh, it was definitely a um, um, a, you know, a mile wide, inch deep sort of situation. It was a sand. It was a pure sandbox. I mean, it was even sandier than um, Space Engineers. I mean, there was just very little that you could do. Um, so, um, anyway, um, I I think that uh, with the with time and uh, the improvements that they've made, that this is uh, for me the uh, the best uh, VR flight experience. Anyway, um, I like it better than. Uh, Ultra Wings, and um, uh, I've not gotten into uh, X-Plane uh, yet, just because um, because that is, I think, a more true-to-life simulator. Um, you got to know things when you want to fly an airplane, um, <laughs> and and these are things that I don't know, so I got to figure that stuff out. So that's going to be there's going to be a, a curve on that. So I I, I I reserve judgment on that. But for the games that I've played thus far, um, you know, No Man's Sky. Um, what have you? Anything with any kind of a vehicle experience? I think that uh, Elite Dangerous is uh, is the best, and it's the the fun, most funnerest. Um, but as I mentioned, you know they have done these huge changes to the game, improvements to the game. So I got to relearn how to how to do the game. You know, I mean, because it's not it's not X Wing, but you know you have all these different parts of your spaceship. You know, the the frame shift drive, all of these things, and I. Um, um, I got to learn how to do those things again, so it's taking me uh, a little while to do that. And um, one of the downside things for me in the VR is that um, when you're trying to learn a game in uh, on flat screen, um, you know most of us have two or three monitors, and so you can always, you know, it's like how do I do that? And you just bring up a wiki and have it on one monitor while you're playing the game on the other monitor, so you always have a quick reference. When it's in VR, you got to got to pull the goggles off, or um, you know. Um, you know, do some. I suppose you could like do some sort of screen reader, you know, uh, text to chat kind of thing. But that would, you know, that sounds like its own project on its own. So you can you can use a browser from within VR. Yeah, it's just you know flipping in and out of it. I mean, it just it, that feels daunting to me. But you know, that, that's okay. So, but um, and you know the way I usually learn games is by is by sucking at them and then gradually getting better. So. Um, I, I, I have to I have to dance with the horse that brought me. That's all I can do. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna I'll continue to update on on, uh, on that as um, as I uh, continue 
improvingness there in the place in the cockpit. Yeah. What about a frame shift DCS right? world? I've heard good things about that in VR. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's a there's a bunch of them. I have on my Steam list. Uh, DCS World, I believe, is free to play. But then, right. um, uh, you, if you want, uh, you know, the specific um, planes, um, you have to buy them. And and they're you know they're kind of like Star Citizen priced. You know, I mean, they're you can buy a plane. I think it's you know you can, you can easily spend a hundred dollars on a plane. Yes, but you get um, the full plane know. that works, and it's not like a. You know, a JPEG or a series of JPEGs. <laughs> well, you've got a point there. Um, yeah, I, um, uh, I again, I think it's the it's the simulation thing, and I've watched some uh, some videos of, of some of these guys, and, and and it seems like the guys that put out the videos in these things, a lot of them are you know, you know, guys flying Apache helicopters that actually, you know, were in 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 the military overseas flying Apache helicopters. <laughs> So, you know, they jump into it and it's like, hey, wow, this feels familiar, you know, and it's like, I, I, I mean, I know, I know that when you get out of the uh, helicopter, you put your head down and you put your hand on top, you know, because that's how they, that's what happens in the movies. And so that's, that's, that's the extent of my, uh, my knowledge. Um, right, so, right. but I think, I think that for a lot of people, um, um, that is a, um, um, a niche within v- the VR, the greater VR community that is um, is very um, um, loyal or vigorous, or um, they, they're going to be around, you know. And um, if that if that group uh, um, ever you know catches on uh, mainstream, um, then I think that would be a, a great thing for for VR in general. But um, you know, I think a lot of us, a lot of us, just want to fly our couch around, <laughs> fly our couch yeah. around, and stuff screaming babies into our eye sockets. Because this is a pretty heavy uh, car simulation scene as well in VR now. Yeah, like um, um like uh, Project Cars is, is kind of the standard bearer, isn't it? Yeah, and now Maybe Project Cars too. Ooh, Electric Boogaloo. Have you have you played uh, Project Cars? I played the first one a bit. Yeah, I um, I enjoyed it. It's maybe a little bit above my head, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that is a thing I would like to try out, and I've got a couple of those on my wish list. I think so. You know, I think that you know those things because they are so um, true to life or accurate that um, it takes a lot of development, and so. Um, you know they have to use real grown-up developers. You know it's not, you know, <laughs> they're not at the Rick and Morty, Morty Studios saying, "Hey, anybody here have a teenage uh, kid that's like into game programming? We need them to take all these pictures we drew and make a game out of it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. This is hardcore simulation, and it's it's very heavy programming. Yeah. So I mean, it's and so and then the bottom line there is that they got to charge. You know triple a at least you know for it and uh oh yeah um so um yeah that's kind of the, one of those things that uh i um i i would love to try and i will someday when it goes on deep 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 steam sale oh i got project cars for free you did how, how did you do that i think it was on humble bundle one day they were just like have this wow man right place right time yeah see 
You see, that's that. You, you guys, and maybe maybe it's your um, your stainless steel inner ear. Maybe something that that has something to do with it. It see? could be the fact that I subscribe to their email notifications, which I usually don't do th things like that. But in this case, it was extremely helpful. Wow, you see, see, look at you being all proactive for yourself there. Yeah, and it's much easier to not interact at all and then complain about the results. Yes, it is. Unless you want to play the game, in which case it is not easier. <laughs> well, you see, but then if you play the game, then then you suck at it, and then you you have to deal with that uh, that disappointment, you know, that perpetuating um, uh, uh, fog of defeat, fog, fog of defeat. You you can already More feel it deep within you. It's just a matter of bringing it to the surface. The defeat is in my bones. Oh, the defeat. Oh. <laughs> And speaking of the flat games, yes, I wanted to uh, mention Remnant uh, from the Ashes, because where else would it be from? And I like this game very, 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 very times infinity much, but I don't love it, um, and I don't know what it is. You know, it, it kind of feels like um, that perfect girlfriend that always treats you better than you deserve, and somehow you you learn to resent that <laughs> uh, because the game it, to me it's too serious you know or it, it's not too serious but it comes across as very serious and there's not much funny in it that you know I mean except you know you're making fun of the uh, the Ron Glass flipper foot character you know and, and after a while you just feel bad about doing that um, <laughs> and, but it, it plays perfect it plays perfect perfectly and so it's not me it's not me remnant or no it's not you <laughs> damn it i hate when freud comes out like that it's not you remnant it's me um i need to i need to learn to love um but god it's a good game so i'm glad i've got it i'm glad i got it and uh, it's a nice uh if nothing else it will always be a nice you know change it up friday night game so yeah um very happy about that um, and speaking of Change It Up Friday Night Games, a Vermintide 2 Electric Boogaloo, um, I almost do love this game, um, because there is, there is a lot of humors in this game, um, but I haven't really played it enough, um, to, um, you know, go steady or give it my, you know, class ringer, um, loan it my, uh, loan it my car or anything like that, um, to, as Corey would say, as to make any bad life choices, <laughs> but... <laughs> But um, um, it, it, it is it is funny. It's a funny game. You know the the, the characters say really cool stuff, and it also like uh, Remnant um, seems to be pretty um, pretty rock solid in the gameplay. Um, maybe a couple of places where it's you know I've glitched into a into something or or what have you, but um, not much. Certainly not to the point that it, it Im, impeded anything. Um, but it's um, it, it's um, it, it's pretty cool. Um, when did you? Because I just got I bought that. Speaking of humble bundles, I don't I I don't know where I got this game. Um, it, I just noticed in my Steam list that it was there, and um, I think actually somebody had said, "Hey, it was probably you." Said, "Hey, let's play this game." And I went to look and see um, how much it cost, and then I saw, you know, on the Steam page it said already in your library, and I said, "What?" And um, so. I have no idea how it got there, um, so I'm guessing it, it must have been in one of those bundles or um, 
Um, who's the Who's the developer on that? Uh, Fat Shark. Fat Shark. That's right. That's right. Um, and have they done anything else? I'm just wondering if I didn't catch one of those Steam sales where it's buy everything this developer has ever made for really cheap. Um, I think it's it's technically the IP is owned by um, Games Workshop, so it might have been like Games Workshop sale. No, maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Own the I don't know how. License. Oh, you know, yeah, I, I know. I know way back in the day um, that when it first, before it first came out, John Dot Pizza was was very into. He's very into the Warhammer lore. You know, he's like read the books and stuff. Um, yeah. And so he was very excited about it when it came out. Um, and but it, it did come out as a triple A, and so I was just like, ooh, man, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Um, I like it a lot better than the trailers. You know, I remember the trailers and thinking, you know, oh, okay, you know, sure, that's, ooh, ow, ow, ooh, gross, gross. Um, <laughs> I, I, usually it's the other way around. Usually it's like, you know, the, you, you know, you see the, the, the trailer and um, uh, you think, wow, I, I really, I'm going to like this game. And then you get into the game and it's nothing at all like the trailer. You know, it's like you'll see one of the amazingly CGI, heavy CGI, you know, rendered um, things like for I remember back in the day for uh, World of Warcraft for WoW, um, you'd see these you know amazing uh, CGI renders of you know like fairies with these magic flying snakes and stuff, and then you, you know I'd go out to YouTube and go hey you know they, wow they made some changes to the game you go out to YouTube no it's still the same top down <laughs> third person perspective game yep it's just you know that's that's what they call marketing it's like ah oh, yeah good. Good for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I some um, it, it's it's definitely a good day. Definitely, definitely a big, big, big day. Um, and um, you know, I think it is important that we uh, always remember that girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. You know, like nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills, computer hacking skills. Is that is that how you got your girlfriend with with your computer skills? Yeah, that's definitely part of it. <laughs> beautiful thing um i compile baby um i think i talked to her about cthulhu for like 45 minutes and she, when she didn't run screaming um i knew she was the one <laughs> yes because cthulhu is scary <laughs> um all right, and then um, the the sort of the game of the day, the game of the week, the game of the episode uh, would, of course, be Destiny Two Electric Boogaloo. Um, and do you know where the Electric Boogaloo comes from? We've been saying we've been saying it in chat a lot. You know, just sort of throwing them around like they don't cost nothing, like they grow on trees. Um, and the licensing but, um, fees are going to be a real rough. <laughs> I think this is actually public domain by now, um, but. It is from um, the soundtrack of a movie. Um, let's see. Damn it. 
damn it, I hate it when I when I bring up a, a link and it says, hey, you've got ad blocker on. Like, yeah, I know. Um, so I'm not going to run. <coughs> Pardon, I'm not going to run it on this page. And I'm just going to go back. I will say, it, um, it, it, it won't be it a public domain. Electric Boogaloo, uh, Breakdance 2. Breakdance 2, Electric Boogaloo. And so, of course, it is a, um, a game about, or not a game, but a movie about dancing. So, um, I remember back in the day when we solved all the world's problems with dancing. You know, it was so much easier. I mean, you know, the, the, the good that Kevin Bacon was able to do in one movie, we need, we need more heroes like that. Can I just say I'm so like, glad that he, it, nothing's he, come out about Kevin Bacon? Like, I feel like he's a, a target, <laughs> a prime target. Yeah, I mean, because it would totally ruin the uh, the six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon or degrees of Kevin Bacon game. You know, it's like, ah, you know, it's sort of like, you know, we used to play, uh, you know, degrees of, of um, separation from uh, Subway Jarrett, and that just went south in a, in a hurry. <laughs> and it's like the sandwiches don't even taste good anymore. <coughs> um, more beverage. Some pollen out of right. that I swear. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's um there is some there is some bizarre disease floating around out here, so it's um a flu or something. People are getting all kinds of weird symptoms, you know. Third eye. It'll be here by tomorrow. Chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go to the go out to the airport and breathe deep. You'll get it. Um, all right, so um, I've got about 20 hours into Destiny 2, and, and Destiny 2, of course, um, you encouraged me to check it out because you were enjoying it so much. Um, and I played, uh, John.Pizza actually uh, recommended Destiny 1 when it first came out, and I don't know if it was, um, if it was, was it a console-only title at, at launch, Destiny 1, or did it, was it on for PC de- as for well? For Destiny 1? Or Destiny yeah. One, yes. Yeah, because I I remember I bought it on uh, PlayStation Three, um, which was the PlayStation at that time. I think I don't think the Four was even out yet. Um, yeah. And um, um and I played it. You know, I probably played it for twenty or thirty hours. Um, but kind of the the bad thing about the PlayStation Network is I don't have any friends on the PlayStation Network. Very few. So. Um, I definitely, you know, um, and I think it's the same for Destiny 2 as well. I mean, it's a, it's a game better enjoyed playing together, you know. Definitely. You know, same, same thing with um, Remnant. Um, same thing with, um, with all those games we just talked about. Is, you, know, you know, being able to, uh, to play it together. Um, except Trover. You can't play Trover with your friends. You have to. You have to. Some, <laughs> the couch flies alone. Um, that's, that's, all, uh, that's all there is to say about that. Um, so, um, I did, I played it because, and I think probably the way that John sold it to me was, um, you know, hey, Bungie, uh, Halo. And I just like, all right, I, I, I am definitely in, in for that because Halo was, uh, was one of those, uh, points in my gaming history. Uh, you know, Halo brought me back. You know, I went, um, you know, I would, I, I started playing. Uh, I actually played on the original Pong in a bowling alley. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, re- I remember the day that they brought that in and I thought it was, this is really stupid because this cost 50 cents for two of us to play 
and I can play on a quarter all day on the pinball machine. Why would I just throw 50 cents away um, when I could, for 50 cents, I could buy a hot dog and a drink and bus fare home, you know, because I'm old, and that's what things cost then. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, I mean, it's, and then I, you know, we didn't have the stuff, you know, at home to play, that, that sort of thing. So um, until, like, the 2600 came around, I didn't, uh, I didn't, play much but then I did that for a while and then I went away again and then and then Doom came out um, and I saw Doom I was like oh okay um, and did that for a number of years and uh, and then even fell away from that because I think I, I think I had gone back to school and so I was I was like I got to put these things down otherwise I'll never graduate um, and uh, but one of the things that brought me back was Halo um, and uh, that was back in the day when uh, there was there was this place called Blockbuster Video and you could go there and you could rent an Xbox. Uh, you could rent an Xbox, and so I, I did an Xbox and uh, and a Halo because I had seen an ad on, I think, like on television. That was back in my sports ball days, and I think that they were actually like advertising on uh, during NFL games. So saw that and thought, wow, that looks really cool. And so I rented it, and it was like, and of course, so I got hooked back in again. And I, have I been... I've been pretty much in since then. I don't think I, I've, I've gone out since then, but um, that that game, I will always remember. I will always remember the first time I played that game. I will always remember the first time I beat the game. And I, and any time I hear that music, you know, that tells you there's a battle starting, I, I, I get chills. I'm like, you know, <sighs> and. Um, you know, so I think, yeah, Destiny, I'll give it a try. Same thing, same thing, you know, same guys. Um, it wasn't the same as, um, as Halo, but then, you know, it was, a, it was a different game. I mean, it was, it was, not, um, it was not a story campaign like, like the first Halo was. Um, uh, and I, and I, think, I think I was in grad school at the time, too. Was I? No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. But there was, there was a reason why it, uh, I had nobody to play with, and it sort of fell away. And... Um, so um, and moved on to other things, and you know, and then and then and then John gave me another another piece of advice. Because hey, let me tell you about this game called Star Citizen. <laughs> oh no! And so yeah, yeah. So you know, he his batting average is high. He's, it's not perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so uh, yeah, I. But then, and then you told me about, you know, Destiny 2, and, and I had heard from other people saying, you know, wow, this is really, really good. And what I had heard in, in the inter, in the in-between years is that um, the game's very grindy, um, which, you know, in uh, another thing, another game that you, you, uh, you got, me, uh, got me hooked on, uh, the Warhammer, Warhammer, Warframes, um, you know, I, there I learned a valuable lesson, that grindy is not necessarily bad. Um, because if you're having fun, um, it's not a grind anymore. It's it's repetitive, but you know you're you're playing, especially if you're playing with your friends. Um, you know, then it's um, it, it, it's fine. It's it, it doesn't. Um, but you know, I've, I've also played in um, you know uh, MMOs where you know the grinding was bad. I mean, it was it was very very bad. You know, like um, uh, shoot, um, not. Not wow. What was the other one? Um, one the Korean one. Um, crap! 
I always forget the name of this game. But anyway, uh, it was one of these games where you know you it's like you would go get a you would look for a guy with a with a big gold question mark floating over his head, and you would go over there and you say hi, and he'd say, "I want you to go get me, you know, uh, seventy five, um, you know, space sloth pelts, you know." And so you would spend the night just looking for space sloths and slaughtering them, and then you would take them back and turn them in, and that stuff did get. That grind got bad, and that 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 was a a condition that would eventually turn me off to a game, and um, and it did. Um, so uh, for that game that I, turned me off so bad, I can't even remember the name. I'm going to remember it as soon as we're done. I know I'm going to remember it as soon as we're done. But um, so, but that's not the case with Destiny 2. Uh, to my well, I'm, I'm only 20 hours in, but um, I'm I'm not feeling like that's going to be a danger anytime soon. And and I also have uh, lots of friends to play with too, and, and friends that are excited about it. And that's that's a very special um, uh, situation where you uh, you have a game that you're excited to play, and you have a lot of friends that you'd like to play with who are also excited about it. I mean, it's I, at least for me, you know, um, gaming nerdism, um, uh, gaming nerd immersion. Um, it just doesn't get any better than that. So. Uh, that's yeah. where we are with that, and um, you know, like it is so. I mean, I started, um, I started to, to try to write out, you know, like something to discuss for the game, but it's just like it's so deep. There is so much uh, that I think, you know, obviously we'll be talking about this for more than just this one episode. But uh, I did, uh, I did manage to chisel out um, a list of questions. So um, uh, please, questions for you, and so I would ask that you please do answer in the form of an answer. And guesses which exceed the actual advertised value will automatically be scored as incorrect. Okay? <clears throat> so, your first question. What is the Traveler? I, I heard what is. Oh. <laughs> what <laughs> is the Traveler? Uh, that's a really loaded question. Um, he came from outside of our solar system, and he is a an entity of, of light and goodness that has been helping humanity for a long time. It has a lot of its own enemies that have now kind of mm-hmm. become our enemies, but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's also the thing that turned us all into guardians by using um, the little ghost drones to revive us, to protect it, and to protect humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that about covers it. So okay, so in, in on the Lord of the Rings spectrum, could you say that Traveler's something kind of like Gandalf? He's, I would say he's bigger than Gandalf. Bigger, yeah, bigger, but you know, kind of a a similar role that you know he's um, he's basically trying to help the good guys. Um, basically, a good guy himself. Got a lot of a lot of um, uh, other other characters that would prefer he not succeed and are willing to um, to do things to uh, prevent him from succeeding. I don't know. I think he's or he's not, almost above or that. Not. Like he is a the traveler, I should say, is more like a a god, if anything. And then you have more okay. like okay. So like Zavala um, would be know, like when, Gandalf. When, when he went from Gandalf the Great to Gandalf the White, he did kind of actually become a god. So, um, but That's I <laughs> obviously obviously I'm beating this uh, this analogy much too hard. Um, so now. So then, who are we? What are the Guardians? Uh, I guess the, the Guardians are kind of the, the protectors of light and the protectors of 
not just humanity, but everyone who is willing to to participate in the the goodness of the light. We're like paladins, basically. Okay, all right. Um, got a little Master Chief in there. Oh yeah, definitely. Ooh, We're Master like Spartans. Oh. Like Spartans, yeah. Okay. Um, and and within the Guardians, what are the uh, what are the different types? And does do they make any difference besides just um, pick one and that's the game play that you're you're for your um pick one according to your gameplay style definitely mostly gameplay style um there's also definitely an aesthetic aspect to it like hunters look very different than warlocks look very different than titans if you want a more of a warrior sort of knight kind of feel to most of your gear then then titan's definitely going to be for you a warlock looks like a mm-hmm. space warlock and the uh mm-hmm. the hunters you're more sort of roguish type now, does your um, does your because you I, when I play with you, you're usually playing your warlock. Um, is uh, does it float around all the time, or did you have to, have to get a mod that makes it turn into Palpatine like that? That is a um, it's a different set of powers that I chose to do the Palpatine. Oh, oh okay, okay, because uh, that's very cool. That's very very cool. Yeah, there's different skill trees. Right, right, right. There's and I I purposely did not go into that. Wow, Jesus. Um, I, wow, I, I, I just scrolled forward 20 pages. Um, the, uh, I know that, that that's, that's a very rich topic that uh, we will get to not today. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. um, now, the ghost. The ghost is your, is your little floaty billiard ball guy that used to be Peter Dinklage, but now is somebody else, right? Right. Okay, and what is the ghost's purpose? The, the ghost, what little I've been able to figure out sort of uh, from YouTube and actually playing the game um, is that the ghosts are little pieces of the Traveler. Is that true? They were made by the Traveler. I don't think they're pieces of the Traveler. Because oh, I thought the Traveler got blowed up, um, you know, was able to, to sort of get better, but had been blowed up or pieces broke off. And, yes, but... The, the traveler sacrificed like, itself at one point. Um, kind of, kind of took a blow for us. And there are shards of the traveler scattered throughout the solar system. I think mostly on Earth, though. Um, they definitely come in. Okay. They come into play in the story, but it's not, it's not that specifically. I, I really liked it when it was Peter Dinklage. I don't know why they changed that. <laughs> it was really cool. Maybe he was busy. I don't know. Well, you know, and he probably also. Um, you know, it's like money. You know, I mean, it's like the first time they came to him was probably fairly, fairly early on in uh, in the whole Thrones saga, and he was probably available for um, for uh, you know, we'll give you a free copy of the game and uh, here a Starbucks gift card, and he's like, oh, that'll be that'll be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think now he's commanding a little higher price. Um, yeah. Like the ghost, I like I like the ghost. I like to dress my ghost up as um, as uh, you know all 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 the members of Kiss. You know, I put them in, in dozens of crazy poses, um, and uh, uh, so that's you know learning learning how how to use the ghost and uh, and all of that is again going to be something that we shall unfold before us like a paper crane on a sea of cheese. Um, which is bigger? Okay, this, this is going to be a tough one. I, oh, I'm sorry, I, I skipped an important one. What is the darkness? 
The darkness oh, is the opposite of the traveler. I don't, I'm not sure if that's actually true, um, but it is seeking the traveler. It is something that is from outside of our solar system, maybe even much, much further than that. That is, uh -huh. it is seeking the power of the traveler for itself. We don't know why exactly, but it, it is one of the traveler's biggest enemies, and maybe even the coordinator of other enemies. Now, the darkness is, um, you know, so that's again. This is why I thought of Lord of the Rings, is because the the story there is a story arc that, that I think that it feels like it is it, going to someday have a conclusion. Um, and that that conclusion is going to involve a, a showdown with the darkness. I'm guessing. Um, so I mean, they're they're kind of that's your that's Sauron or not Sauron? Um, yeah, Sauron. That's that's Sauron. That not, I always Sauron and Saruman. I always get them. You know, it's like you know, one of one of them is um, is uh, you know uh, Christopher. What's his name? Christopher Lee, and the other one is an entirely um, uh, CGI. Uh, generated uh, entity so Christopher Lee <laughs> CGI Christopher Lee CGI um, so um, so for I think for purposes now we can just say that, that it's the big bad it's 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 the big bad and um, uh, we should probably pay attention to learning things between now and the time that we meet it how's that yeah that yeah there, there are lots of big bads but I, I would say that darkness is the ultimate big bad and and maybe the the leader of them like sauron has a, a god too doesn't he that's above him well yeah uh uh oh sauron um i believe that there are you know ancient um ancient things um not of that world um that uh sauron is uh, you know at least aligned with um but i, I so I, but i think the answer to your question is yes but i I have a copy of the Cimmerillion, and I know I've read parts of it, but I, I don't I don't know it forwards and backwards like <clears throat> like Mrs. G. Mrs. G would would be able to answer that question, yeah. me, but she's not here right now, so we're gonna have to just say yes. Yeah, so yes, far the darkness the is sort of the the unknowable, spooky thing coming out of the ether. Mm -hmm. We don't know really anything specific about it. Mm-hmm. I love stories. Well, and are you are you up on your um, are you up on your uh, the Expanse? Uh, yes. You are. Okay. Uh, now, books or just the TV show? Just the TV show. Okay. Um, so, uh, you're aware of... <clears throat> you're aware of that there is um, something other than the... Um, uh, the... The, the protomolecule. You know that there is... There is... That the protomolecule was sent by a thing. Yes. Um, so... So the darkness, I think, is kind of like that, you know. And I, I, there's one more book left in the series, and I am just as confused now as I was, you know, in book three. So, um, and I'm so super excited that the next book, I think, is that's not going to be till next year. It should be um, out in like December or January, but I don't think it's going to be that soon. But <gasps> great story. I love stories like that where you have you have the light. And then you have the dark, and you have the um, uh, the interplay between the two, and you have shades of gray in between. And um, I, I think that uh, that especially for a video game story, this this has this has good good richness, good depth, good um, complexity. Um, it's like a um, it's like a fine cheesecake. It's like a fine cheesecake uh, with you know like uh, stuff drizzled on the top to make it look like a 
uh, a maple leaf or something. Yeah. Um, it's it's just like that. It's, actually, it is that. So the darkness, we've, we've, we've figured it out. The darkness is a piece of cheesecake. My favorite part is the grayness. The grayness. Oh, the grain. The grayness is me in the morning before I get my first cup of coffee. Right. There, it's all about grayness. Um, okay, so uh, we will be back to the. We'll be back to see you later, darkness. Um, now, so here's a here's a tough one. Which is bigger, a hole, not a half, but a hole, Uncle Sam's Italian Supreme Hoagie, or the Destiny Universe timeline? <laughs> uh, definitely the Destiny Universe timeline. Have you had an Uncle Sam's Italian Supreme Hoagie? Yes. You have? Really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd be impressed because there's only one Uncle Sam's. Um, it's in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, oh, wow. And, um, and it, was, uh, it was purported to be owned by the family of Sammy the Bull Gravano, who had gone to Phoenix after um, turning on John Gotti and several other of his uh, associates and uh, begun a new life as um, uh, in the witness protection program. So um, I had heard rumor of this thing and had to go there on business and uh, so I went to the place and I'm not just saying it, it was the best sandwich I've ever had. It was so, 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 so infinity good. Um, so if you are in the Phoenix area, I looked it up tonight. It is still there. Um, uh, Sammy the Bull, I don't think he is. I, oh, you know, actually, I think he just got out of prison again because um, he, <laughs> he, had, he had had some more challenges. Um, but uh, great sandwich. Great, great sandwich. Um, um, all right. So, um, and that was my Arizona Sunshine tie-in, you see, because how we went from Arizona, we went there, we went to Phoenix, we, uh, we had organized crime, we had zombies. You know, we've got all our food groups here. Um, okay, the Vex. What are the Vex? That is, I think one description they gave was that the uh, the Vex were an answer to a question. We're not sure what the question is yet, but they the the milky white fluid that you see all around is apparently organic. Right. So that that okay. could imply that the Vex is one. Potentially giant organism or an organism made up of lots of little white cells that live inside those robotic bodies. They also have a, a okay. tendency to use really, really advanced simulations to figure out what's going to happen. They can predict things very easily and then try to make that happen in real life. Okay, okay. Um, so, uh, now, but they're different than the fallen, right? Yes, very different. Okay, because in the fallen, what what are the fallen? They're fallen what? Oh, I, I forget exactly what they're fallen from, but I think it's because they they used to have a pretty powerful empire at some point, and now they are they are fallen from that. They they kind of worship technology, and the okay. uh, the servitor drones that help them harvest ether because they're basically addicted to ether. Um, okay, but they're they're just organic, <laughs> multi-armed, you know, people. So, uh, so they're particularly fond of Ether Sunday and e the Ether Bunny. Exactly, <laughs> they're huge Ether Bunny fans. Well, really, when you get down to it, who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. 
nobody. Nobody isn't. Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Um, um, okay, and, and and what the heck is up with all these worms? <laughs> so many worms. We're playing with Grit the other night, and he's like he's like shoving this wor- this worm in my face and saying, "Here, touch it." <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, get away from me." <laughs> The hive is gross. Well, and the the worm the worms are like the oldest thing, right? In in the because I one of the uh, the lore compilation or lore summary compilation things that I, I listened to on the YouTubes um, said that in the beginning there were the worms. Um, and uh, is that your understanding as well? So I I thought that the the small worms like that grew into lots of different things, but I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure on that. But the the huge worms, those are ancient, yeah. Well, the, and those like the the big ones that we fight at the end of those uh, those strikes that we've done right. several of. Yeah, that that okay. thing is like mill- millennia old. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's old. It's old enough that it was uh, it was at Citizen Con. What was that? 2016, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Space worms, space worms. Still waiting for the vertical slice. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well, and that, you know, that, of course, leads me to uh, uh, my next question. Uh, Does Bungie have a viable space mom? This is very important, very, very, very vital. You know, and, and what what the heck is up with the other space lady person from that other space? I don't answer that. It's just, Jesus, what a fucking mess. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, love you, Bucha. Um, why is Bungie so cool now, and how does their free-to-play compare with Warframe's free-to-play? I'd say the biggest difference is there is PvP in Destiny, so you can't mm-hmm. buy items, whereas you can in Warframe, but it's not a big deal because you're not killing each other with those items. Right, right. So Destiny 2, the only thing you can buy is cosmetics, but you also can't... This has actually changed a little bit recently, but you, you mostly buy um, loot boxes as far as cosmetics go, but there are some cosmetics you can directly buy now, whereas in Warframe, most cosmetics you just directly buy the thing you want, you get it, and and you have it. Right, right. Um, But yeah, it uh, it, it seems like they're they're both successful. I mean, obviously for, maybe maybe Destiny 2 is is too early to say, but uh, for for the Warframes, I I think, you know, definitely a... um, a successful free-to-play, yeah, um, it's definitely working uh, out well for Warframe. You know, marketing uh, implementation. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. very good. Well, um, I don't. Um, I think that that's. Uh, we should probably call it there. We're in an, an hour and fifteen, and 
Um, uh, definitely stuff I'm, I want to talk about more, but, you know, more than talk about it now, I actually want to go play. Me <laughs> too. Yeah. So um, I think I think we should do that. Um, and I've got some other I've got some other stuff. I'll just tease here real quick from uh, from the overall games uh, discussion. I mentioned a little bit about the X Plane uh, Eleven because uh, I want to I want to do want to check that out in the VR. Um, kill of, <laughs> killing Floor Two Electric Boogaloo, and they're all Electric Boogaloo's tonight. Um, it's it's um, Electric Boogaloo's uh, drink free uh, night here at uh, Destiny Pants. Um, we we got to get back to that game, um, you know, and it's okay if we don't get back to it until you know Halloween or you know Christmas when uh, Nick Nolte returns, or not Nick Nolte when uh, Gary Busey returns. Um, and then uh, coming out here pretty quick, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two Electric Boogaloo uh, coming to the PC uh, next month, early next month. I think it's like the second or something. I think it's on a is it on a Saturday or something like. That? Um, I have not pre-ordered it. I know John.Pizza did, and he's very excited. Uh, I believe that John.Pizza is one of the people that did not finish it on console. Um, uh, I think he picked oh, wow. it up and then immediately returned it, um, decided that he didn't want to play it on console. John John is one of those guys that um, uh, FPS is, like, paramount for him. So, like, he... It'll take him out of a game if he can't get 144 frames. Um, so... Wow. Um, you know, I get. I mean, he loves he loves the index. Um, he loves the index, um, but he said he's mostly just playing it, using it for Beat Saber. Uh, but anyway, so he's he's very excited about that. It looks beautiful. I got it. I've seen you know some of the because they've 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 released some some new stuff showing showing off the port to PC and and uh, you know the uh, uh, the return of the uh, of the Cowboy Sim uh, PC Master Race offering here uh, and. Um, uh, it looks it looks astounding. Um, I you know I don't know that I'm gonna pick it up. It's 150 gigabyte. <laughs> oh my god, gigabytes for PC. I mean, I thought you know Destiny was was 90, and I thought you know Destiny 2 was 90. I'm like, wow, Jesus. I mean, I had to like delete some stuff you know to get it on there. 150. Wow. I mean, that's I need to buy a new drive if I want to play that game. Um, but what I'm real, I mean, I played the story in, and I was. Earlier, I was. I think I was saying something about you know games that when it was over, you're a little bit different. You know, I mean, not like you're. You know, um, I think I had a cheesy analogy about cats and dogs, but um, it was a great story. You know, and Arthur Morgan was a really bad person, a bad man, but he was a good person, and um, if that makes any sense. And um, I, yeah. he's one of my favorite video game characters of all time. So. Um, but you know, did they have they fixed the online play? I mean, you know, because when we um, when we played GTA Five, um, you know, and we had a, a run of a, of several months where that was pretty much all we played, and it was uh, it was sort of a, a staple of our um, of our group, um, you know, kind of defined uh, the the the. the kinds of players that we were or it was you know <laughs> we filtered out all the decent folk and the guys left behind they became those guys with ships um and uh that was because that the online game play worked so well um i don't know what happened to red dead online it just it's not good um it's not compelling um so i'm hoping they're able to do something with the pc version so um We'll see. We'll see. And if, if it is good and everyone else picks it up, then I, I will. I'll, yeah. I'll delete 
you know, quicken or something. <laughs> I think I might be waiting on that one as well. Yeah. The combat's just terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't. It's, it was such a good story, though. Oh my god! And the and the first one, the first one was such a good story too. Um, uh, yeah, it's man. They they write good stories. Destiny writes a good story. Um, obviously, it's different the way that these things unfold. Uh, but you know, as stories go, I'd say I'd have to give it to Rockstar over Bungie for Halo. You know, uh, you know, even the first Red Dead over Halo. Halo's a great story, um, but um, man, there's something about the human beings in um, in Red Dead that you just um, you connect to. Or at least I did. So, all right, yes, and of course, one meme to rule them all: Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, um, available nowhere because no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> No one cares, but it lives on. But the meme lives on, and in the end, isn't that really what matters? Um, yeah. All right, uh, any anything else? Yeah, um, I watched the Warframe dev stream today. It was very interesting, and I, there's going to be some big stuff coming out next week in the next update. Good to know. Good to know. I will have to. Uh, I will have to manufacture even more hours in my thirty-hour day. To, yes. Uh, and, make room to play it <laughs> more melee changes um, and uh and kuva liches are going to be in like next week's update and I'm, I'm excited good good deal good deal good to hear i have to check in with uh, dietrich and um and uh buddha um uh who have been who have been out faithful out there playing still playing the game um um well, um, I, I, I'm a real what a flitterbajibit what's that what are they flitterbajib yeah, I don't know Oh, my Golden Girls references have failed me. Um, <laughs> all right, well, um, you know, it would be nice if you could tow me into town. Man, I just, I, you know, I don't, I know you've seen the movie. I know you've seen the movie. Man, I did a really bad job on this. I feel so bad. All right. <laughs> I am still Gleep. He is still sorry, and this has been Destiny Pants. I have the Liger 2, Electric Boogaloo. Brought to you by the fine folks over at the Pantscast family of shows, a wholly owned subsidiary of Glebe's Gaming Network TM, where instead of electric surgeries, we are now proud to be a certified distributor for Uncle Rico's Amazing Bust Must Plus Cheap Herbal Enhancers. Increase your breast size in days the natural way. <laughs> I caught you a delicious bass. <laughs> oh my god, that movie was so good. So good. And everything they've done since then is so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's go get our guardians on. Oh, no. I, geez, I forgot to say. Oh. Uh, please do be sure to check out. Uh, go to go and check out uh, GleavesGaming.fun for stuff and links, particularly the one you click on to come hang with us over on our Discord server where you can let us see your Liger pants. Yeah! Yeah! This one's going to need some editing. I can already feel it. Oh, yeah. They all do. <laughs> they all do. Um, but I'm, I'm up for the challenge. Uncle Rico's Bust Must Plus. That was... That was such an uncomfortable scene, and it turned out to be so much nothing. It just turned. It just turned. He he wasn't a he wasn't a creepy perv. He was just a creepy guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! 
it. Oh my god, Wolf just logged into Destiny 2. Our slots are uh, pretty pretty quickly expiring. Oh man, I'm going to have to go look outside the window and see if the world has ended. Um, yeah, I think... All right. Is there anything on fire outside? You know 